It's official, fellas. The Lupe and Roy Show is now on Patreon. We have three different membership levels designed directly for fans of the show, providing a space for bonus content, priority shoutouts, and responses to your questions. Go check it out at www.patreon.com slash Lupe and Royce. Previously on the Lupe and Royce Show. Oh, Royce, Ooh. you owe me. Yo. You owe me at least $20. Oh, well, you got to deduct $20, $20 from what I owe you. Wow. Normally, I don't listen to the podcast because I think it's I think it's a terrible show. But I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. Don't say. That. But I listened mm-hmm. to it the other day to the end, and it was a lady on there. She like Lupe. I love you. Appreciate you. And man, I just want to thank you for putting me up on Rich Five Nine. I ain't know who it was, but he was on there with you. So then I checked him out, and I'm like, man, that <laughs> man can rap right here, Jackson. Lupe David put me up on Rich Five Nine. So look, man, I got you some streams the other day. Thank you, man. I needed those streams. That's all it's about. It's about reciprocity. That's all. Yeah, I feel like reciprocity was uh collected that day. I felt yeah. it pad in my bank account. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> the Lupe and Roy Show is a Say What Media production. That was pretty good. Yo, what up? This is Lupe Fiasco. And I am counting calories. Oh, this is Royce to 5'9", and I was counting calories, but I fell off. Now I'm not counting calories, so that's a great balance, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you. It's all for a reason. Go ahead, Tom. And I'm, I'm Tom, the regular dude. I, I don't count calories. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm a perfect temple here. Mm-hmm. I don't need to do such things. But, ooh. Perfect dad bod you got there, Tom. I'm excited about tonight's show. We got, we got a very special guest, which... I'll hold off saying who is. Yeah, you went, very you, went all, you went all lit kid in the face when you just brought that up. Oh, I did. I did. I did. I'm excited, too. We're all excited. We're all excited. No, I'm not excited at all. I'm Why are you same, not excited? I'm at the same level of just neutrality that I always step into this fine establishment, the Lupe and Royce show, which is on Patreon. Lupe and Royce. Patreon.com slash Lupe and Royce. Go over there and become a patron of the Lupe and Royce show. And make sure that you go to uh, what's our website? Don't we got a website? We do have a website. Say what dot media. Go over there and uh, we got a phone number too, don't we? What's the phone? Oh, God, we got a phone number. Ah, How come you again. don't never had a phone number? It's the most important part of the show. You know, let me tell you something. This is why Excuse I'm not me. a famous rapper. Because you want me to just give him my phone number? Give him Royce's phone number. Eight three three one eight hundred Royce the five nine. I can give remember that one. Three three. Um, yeah, I'm going to be on there. I'm going to need it. Um, Tom, this is ridiculous, man. I told you, you got to write it down and just set it right there next to you. You need to tape it to the mic, I man. Know. This is our bread and butter. I, I You're know. fired. I, I know. I, I should be fired. But this is why I'm not a famous rapper. I, I can't. I don't memorize things. This ain't got nothing to do with rap. This is why you're a terrible yeah. businessman. That's what you should have said. What, it ain't got nothing what? to do with rap. Don't, don't you dare weaponize being a famous rapper. It has nothing to do with that. You I can't write down a damn number. That. And look how much time we wasted. Look how much time we didn't what waste. What are you talking about? I know the number by heart. Is the number, on the, is the number on the website? It's 707-276-62. Don't insult us with compliments, Tom. Leave us a voice, man. You see how I say that, though, and how, how that's so how less that's We comprehend very well. Yeah, and make sure you leave us a, a rating um, and leave a comment on uh, over at uh, the podcast. Apple Apple Podcasts or whatever you're listening at right now. Give us yeah. five stars. I prefer Apple, but but it's five, five stars. Five stars. I want five stars. 
You gotta see this. Uh, I got. I gotta bring up two crazy stories that I saw. I, I well, not not two crazy stories. Three interesting stories. One. Did you see this guy that that claims he was swallowed by a uh, humpback whale and spit back out? What did you see that on? I, I don't know. I was I, I I don't know where I saw it was NPR. It was it was an NPR article about this guy who was out fishing and got scooped up by a whale, was inside the whale for twenty to thirty seconds and got spit out. What kind of Could you imagine like? this? And and he didn't get hurt. I mean, he, he had a lot of bruises, but didn't break any bones. Had to go to the had to go to the emergency room, but then walked out of the emergency room that afternoon. Okay. I mean, that to me is fascinating. Can you imagine? Is it, is it fascinating? Well, I fascinating. Yeah, I'd be at parties he, telling people all the time. I got I've, I've been eaten mad? by a whale. Was he mad? I don't like, think was he, he was offended. Mad. He might have been offended. Because obviously the whale didn't find him too delicious. He spit him back out. (laughs) That's got to do something to his confidence. I hadn't hadn't thought about it like that. He tasted like that's That whale was like. That's my weird story. That was my my weird story. Mm -hmm. Um, I had another one for you. Um, Dr. Dre announcing he's going to build a high school. That's not weird. That's not weird. I think that's kind of cool. You know Royce is going to come and defend... The man. I'm the, I throw up softballs. You, know, you got that you right. You got that right. So is doing, it going to be the coolest high school of the United man. States? Wow, I don't know, but y'all better put some fucking respect on his name. I know oh, that. Man, you know, Dr. Dre's building. <laughs> I heard, he's, heard he just built an ice cream cone, too. It's going to be the best ice cream cone that the world has ever seen. I heard Dr. Dre just opened up mm. a door. Man, did he just open up the door? That's the best door opening I've ever seen. Like, yeah, you know, Dr. Dre, he just... He just fell asleep. He fell asleep. Oh man, that is the best falling asleep I've I've ever seen. You know what Royce gonna do? He love he love uh Dr. Dre. Man. If you subscribe to our Patreon page now, then you can get Lupe happy. <laughs> you gotta pay for that though. You gotta pay. Yeah, a lot we of get money. him drunk. We get him drunk on Patreon. <laughs> uh, no man, shout to Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre's dope, man. He always doing some That's big some, thing. some big things. He's Dr. Dre. That's goddamn it! Like what else? Everything he do gonna be big. It's not gonna be the coolest high school? school in the world, though. Yeah, it's not gonna be the um, coolest. I don't know where they got that shit. It's from. gonna be, it's gonna be the school. coolest high school of all time. It's gonna be who a high school. That? Who, who it, called it? Who said it's gonna be the cool? Who's shooting for the coolest? For the cool? Well, the L.A. Times actually said it was gonna be the coolest high school in America. So, oh, okay. High school okay. in L.A. with uh, Jimmy Levine. What'd you say? <clears throat> What'd you say? Huh? What'd you just did say? I, did I say his name wrong? What the fuck did you just say, Tom? Jimmy L. Ooh, Royce, Royce, mm-hmm. yes, Royce, sir. get your man, get your man, B, get your man right here, B. Hey, Tom. Yeah. Did you put the number somewhere so it's handy for next time? I, I got it on my phone now. All right. All right. Okay. So you're going to get written up. I'm getting written up. Uh, yeah. No more infractions. Any more infractions, we're going to have to fire you. I'm out. Yeah. I'm bringing it all down. Get I'm bringing it all down. So this is a gang. This is a gang. You know how you got jumped in? Yo, what's mm-hmm. up? What's wrong with this man, man? Did you hear what this man said? We got. We can edit it, Lou. No, leave that. Leave that. Leave that in there. As a matter of fact, shout, we not, Jimmy, I'm not even shout to cor- Jimmy Lovine. I'm not even gonna correct you, man. Shout to Jimmy Loves. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Six Bread. You know what I'm saying? 
Y'all, y'all call a number and tell Tom. Y'all tell Tom what he did wrong, y'all. We now let's move on to the next interesting story. Time. We're gonna lead at that. Shout out to Dr. Dre. So congratulations on building the high school, my nigga. And let's go partner, to the next story. Jimmy. Flying cars. Would you buy a flying car? Did you see this latest thing about the, the, the flying f- car? You mean like a plane? What if you how already cool, have what, what if you already cool, have one? Well, if you already have one, I'm impressed. Racing, racing how cool would it be really, you're to call an Uber and be lifted up and just boom? Right you mean like a plane, huh? You mean like a plane, huh? Like a helicopter? You mean like something that flies and then lands somewhere? Then, no, 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 like, no, no, what are you talking not, about? Not a plane, not a plane. I'm, I'm gonna send this over to you, right? I now. don't want it. I don't want it. Don't it's, send it to me. I don't want it. I, think, I don't want it. Send it. Send it to the. Send it to the number. Send it to the number. Send, send it. To, text it to our number. Don't text it to me. I'm you text that to it. me. Don't I'm, text it to. I don't want it. I'm. I'm texting it to you. I, I eat this phone. You could play with me. Don't send me that, man. <laughs> Tom, I you tapped in. You. you, I think you tapped into a part of the world that um. How can I? How can I put this in a n- not so disparaging way? Oh, I put it in the most negative way. way that you can think of, Royce. Because you know, like we don't really like think about uh, uh whales <laughs> swallowing people and then regurgitating them, cars flying. You know. Take a we look like at this link. With. I'm telling you, this is Listen, this is I, amazing. I think Tom mis I think Tom has misread our demographic, our core demographic. He thinks that our core demographic is like BuzzFeed and like little white kids. I'm just trying to enlighten you guys on weird things that pass by my desk. Tom, that's not weird. And one man. of them. What is that weird about that? Flying a cars car and you know how old that is? No, but I haven't seen it in the wild yet. What you mean? Because it's dangerous as hell. It's not dangerous. You've got to take a look at this new I'm not taking a look at Listen, man. I bet you that article is written and promoted by some dumbass company. Let's start up probably, somewhere in, probably somewhere in San Francisco. It don't my matter. Girl won't even, my girl won't even let me buy a motorcycle. You talking about some fucking flying cars, man. How are we going to make that transition? I think this thing's safer than a motorcycle. Bro, it's not safe at all. That's why they don't exist. Mm. Yeah. Why, 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 why would I say that, Tom? That they're not safe. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Because you are not trusting in the new technology that's out Oh, is that what it is? That's not new technology. That's what it is. It's not, not new, but they're improving it. We're going to get to a flying car at some point. For what? You, you're telling me you don't think there's ever going to be a flying car. There already are flying cars. They're, just so you know, there's flying cars. But I'm, I'm saying one. I'm, I'm saying in regular everyday. Man, life. okay. Do you got a deep freezer? I do now. Do you have a deep freezer? I do not have a deep. Okay, freezer. deep freezer's been around for hundreds of years. You ain't got one. You want to borrow don't. my fridge, Tom? Some plug right now. <laughs> All your bananas are getting warm. 
Mm, that was a misfire. Listen, listen. Flying cars are dangerous because people can't drive on the regular ground. You know that, right? There's accidents yeah. every other day, right? A whole dedicated section of the entire world dedicated to, to cars. And people be dying on that all the time. Just imagine when you're in the unregulated sky. Oh, it's going to be regulated. Human we're, beings we're can't have, even we're fucking have different lanes. Human beings can't even find a, a a cool spot in the ocean without ending up in the whale's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how how the fuck are they going to fly around in the car? You know how I many eagles are going <laughs> to die, pigeons are going to be dead. The, the just imagine this: all the pollution falling down on your head. There's that. You ever thought about that? No, you mm-hmm. didn't think about that because you, you you just want to have your flying cars and your whales and eat it. Too. I want to. I want to get from point A to point B without sitting in traffic. Do you do that right now? I sit in traffic. Do you do that right now? Do you get from point A to point B without traffic? Has that ever happened? It's happened. Yes. Okay, so you don't think there's going to be traffic jams in the sky? It's adding additional lanes to the road without building extra lanes. Oh, is that it's the construction cost which is going to save us? Are you trying to save construction <laughs> yeah. costs? I'm trying to save a little bit on construction costs. You're wilding right now. But I, more, more power to you, man. I hope that you get your flying wheel. I really do. I am. I'm going to get it, and that's how it's going to work. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the 5'9", and Tom Frank. Eating Magic Spoon is like being a kid all over again, but without the sugar. Zero grams of sugar, in fact, plus 14 grams of protein and only 4 grams of carbs in each serving. To get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Lupe and Royce. And use the code Lupe and Royce for $5 off. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the 5'9", and Tom Frank. So Rush, you you came off your you came off your diet, huh? Was you on a diet? Yeah, a little bit. Were you a little were, bit? I was on um, a whale only diet, or were you? Nah, what nah. Kind I was diet um. Were you on? I was just remember I told y'all I was cutting back on on all mm. of the added sugars, all of the added sugars, um, all leafy green stuff, fruits, all kinds of fruits. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't. I, I haven't been eating any meat except chicken. One portion of chicken per day. And I've been working out a little bit. But since I talked to y'all, I've had tons of monster energy. I don't know what happened, bro. <laughs> it's like a relapse. It's like a relapse. I don't know. No, it's not like a relapse. It is a relapse. It is a relapse. It's just very You need to own it. You out of control. So you just love that stuff. You genuinely love it. They pay yeah, them, yeah. man. I think so. Mm. Tastes, they pay them. tastes fantastic. Does it? You should try one. No, I'm straight. No, I'm not I'm talking good. about you, Mr. Goody Two Shoes. I'm talking about Tom over here, my boy that lives on the edge. Yeah, who flies cars <laughs> and gets swallowed by whales. Try it try a monster, Tom. Come on, man. You only live once. Tom, yeah. you drink? You drink? I drink. I drink anything that's put in front of me. Oh, so you would drink a monster then? Yeah, I'll drink a monster. You drink alcohol? Yo, send it, ship him a case of monsters. Yeah. Yo, maybe wanna, maybe I you wanna... should maybe you should do they got like a sugar free monster? 
What, yeah. what would they have some pussy shit like that for? I fat boy. I right, keep talking that shit. Okay. <laughs> keep talking Damn. that shit, homie. Okay. See how you gonna live? Yeah. If you take if you take the sugar out of it, then I mean, come on, bro. Well, you already... I, the reason I ask is, do you, are you drinking it because of the taste, or are you drinking it because of the energy? I'm drinking it because of the taste. So you can, there's mm. sugar, sugar-free versions of things where you can, you can get the taste and you won't have any of the sugar. Nope. But it's not true. a monster. That's it? never been a thing ever. Doc, uh, what is it? Diet Dr. Pepper cherries like that uh, for sure, but it gotta be cold. It gotta be cold. But it's though. not as good. It doesn't taste Well, I would never good. try that. What are you sacrificing though? Like what, what's the goal? The goal is to not have diabetes and fat shit, right? So. If that's the greater goal, then I mean, you could, you could take a few degrees off of the original taste, but you could still get the mouth. I call it mouth entertainment. You get the, all the mouth entertainment, you know, of it. Yeah. That's what I did. You went real, you, you went real personal when you said diabetes. You could have left that, you could have left that out. I mean, my father, my black, full frontal, my black man line, (laughs) full frontal, man. My my pops had diabetes (laughs) for a long time. I speak candidly about this stuff. You know, I get out, Royce. But my, my, my pops, um, he had diabetes and you know, I watched that. I, I watched what that was and what that meant, you know, um, any, any time I could advocate for somebody who, who, uh, if there's an option, you know, just re- remind yourself of what the greater, the greater good is, so to, so to speak, right? Like diabetes is a bastard. And if there's a way that you can at least offset it, you know, or, or if, if not go totally to a different kind of alternative, at least moderate it a little bit. I mean, trust me, it's a, I'm all for, you know, zero sugar monster, no matter what the shit tastes like, but water, see, stick with see water. this is, see, here's how, like me being, um, an addict, here's how my thought process is set up. When guys start hitting you with pesky facts, they just sound real pesky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Start be, being the voice of reason. You know what I mean? I know everything you're saying. If it was just that damn easy, I wouldn't be drinking the shit at all. I'm a work in progress, man. I'm a work in progress. Well, you need to you need to go Listen. and get finished, motherfucker, because this get it's getting out of hand. You understand? You no, have to be no, a whip so hand. long, man. You got to get to the finish line, goddamn it. Maybe we bring the finish no, line back went, towards you I, or something. Yeah, no, I was doing real, I was doing real good for like two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I just gotta. I just got to reel it back in, man. You know, I wasn't working my, I wasn't working the steps, Lou. You know, <laughs> I wasn't working the steps. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just got to, I got to call my sponsor. Tom, can you be my sponsor? My monster? Your, your sponsor? monster sponsor? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, so I'll help you. I'm no, I'm, you. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely on it. I'm definitely on but it, what, man. What's the, what's the goal though? What you, what you trying to do? You trying to. When I was saying I want to cut the sugar out? Like, yeah. I just, I'm just, this is my usual cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I'm one of those people who actually like to get out of shape because that's like my, that's my encouragement to get in sh- back in shape. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never been able to just maintain, never been one of them dudes who can just drop down and just do 50 pushups. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm either on a full regimen or I'm just doing whatever I'm doing. That's the opposite of a full regimen. You know what I mean? It just so happens that this, the amount of time that I went out of shape this time is probably the longest that I've went since I first got into the music business when I became a little round little man. 
It gets harder the older you get, though, too. Oh, tell me about it, Tom. I know. Tell I'm, me about I'm it. finding that the older I get, the harder it is to instantly get right back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to get, mm-hmm. get smaller T-shirts. That's what that is. You just get smaller T-shirts. Smaller T-shirts? I'm still ahead. I'm still ahead in this in this whole run. I haven't fallen behind yet. You know what I mean? You still had it again? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, I'm, I'm still all right. I'm still. Great. I mean, your, your eyes are telling another story, though. You keep darting, looking at that can, though. No, <laughs> no, no, at- no, no, no. The can, the can is over there. <laughs> yeah, but you got a whole refrigerator <laughs> load right there. <laughs> oh, your eyes is you over there telling good- the truth. He's, he's thirsty than a motherfucker over there. Look at him. So I can't wait to drink some more. This bar. I mean, what? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs. Dogs are being trained to detect the coronavirus. That's old, man. The you smell is obvious. You, you got Just old like news, bro. You got old but I haven't news. seen this yet. I haven't seen this, this yet. Is, is it going to work? months and months old, bro. What kind of dogs are we talking? Yeah, Mr. Months and Months Old. What kind of dogs are we talking about? What version of the internet are you on? Did you update your computer? <laughs> or are you still getting websites... <laughs> From ninety six, I'm, I'm, I'm a month behind. I had to restart. You got to dial up. You don't, you don't, you ain't hear him dialing up. <laughs> like, I think that's I think that's cool. Let's get the dogs out there. I feel like life is coming back. Let's get the dogs out there. Life is coming back. Dogs out. Who? We we are there. Tom, you get vaccinated yet? Oh yeah, I was one of the first. Why you ain't traveling? Because I ain't got nowhere to go. Good question. Tom ain't got nowhere to go. What do you mean I got nowhere to go? You need to go to Miami, man. I'm hey, I'm gonna be out in Detroit soon. I'm swinging by. What you coming out here for? Uh, I got I got a project I'm working on out there. Did you Did you get permission to to work on a project here? Who would you call? Well, I, I talked to your people. Did you talk to? Trick oh, who'd trick? you call? A lot did you of talk to, Did you talk to Trick Trick? I talked to Trick Trick. Nah, he lying on Trick Trick name, man. You see that? You can't get his ass whooped. <laughs> did you talk to Snapdog? Oh yeah, Snapdog. All right then, you better get it together. Yeah, Snapdog's the one who told me about the coronavirus fighting dogs. Here you go. Here you go. Look at this incriminating. Don't crack jokes on. Don't don't crack jokes on my loved ones. All right. Don't do, don't do that shame. to me, Smokey. You know what I'm saying. The, the technology of the 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 sniffing dogs is the same as like bomb sniffing, drug detection, and stuff like that. Um, and is there? But, but can there be a? That's can pretty they, extraordinary. Can you, can you train dogs to smell? Um, first, does the a coronavirus virus? does the coronavirus um, cause a particular type of scent to be emitted from the human body? First, that has to be established. And if so, can a dog be oriented to train that and smell for that? Right. But that's um, kind of amazing. They they, they, tr- they tried it. They ran some experiments, and uh, from mm-hmm. what I understand, it wasn't as uh, the experiments didn't go as well as people thought. So that I think that that has been tried, and maybe there's folks trying to try it again. You know, again, again, Tom, a lot of these news stories are kind of written mm-hmm. um, and kind of promoted by people who have an incentive for those stories to, you know, catch. And then the businesses and the opportunities that are attached to those stories, you know, that's what you know, right. that is one part of the news. Right. Like to, now to, you, to you generate interest what in I do things. for a living. Right. I know. This so how you falling for these traps? You talking about whales and have, goddamn? Do, do they have dogs? <laughs> do they have dogs that can that can smell the AIDS? Okay then. 
<laughs> I mean, you saying they can smell a virus. All viruses got to smell like something then, right? Don't tell me the corona is the only virus to smell like something, because if the corona smells like something, then the AIDS has to smell like something. What's happening, can they smell Tom? the AIDS, Tom? What's happening, Tom? Well, you're asking me? I thought you were asking Lupe. He not you, asking you me that shit. You brought it to the table? What's, you brought it to the table? Show, man. So we need to get our show You brought back it to the table? Time. Royce is, Royce is whacked out on Monster. Uh, I'm not Tom whacked is, out. Tom is stuck in the internet from 95. He's using <laughs> MS Tom dogs. took us down the rabbit hole. We can't dig out, man. We can't dig out. <laughs> this ain't my fault. This Tom fault. Do you this think? is my fault? Yeah, man. See, we letting you take the lead. We shouldn't do that. We never should do yeah, that. Yeah, we should never you, let you do this ever again. Do you Come think on. we've learned anything over the last 18 months? What is, what's going to change about society moving forward? Or do you think within the next month, we are going to completely go back to everything that we used to do? Listen, Tom, listen. Yeah. We isn't fuck what lessons we learned, right? We still need to be representing and paying homage and sending prayers out to the people who passed body count yeah. right now in America alone is 600,000 people. And that's mm. probably mm-hmm. way under. 600,000 people. And and still going, even with the vaccination levels and stuff that we still have. Also, at the same time, too, um, around the world, you know, there's still places that are still on lockdown. There's people that are still going through it yeah. all over around the, all around this planet. So we can't just, we can't, we have to stop just looking at this as, as long as America is cool, it's straight. You know, like there's still, oh, no, issues, I agree. still I agree. issues that the world is dealing with. Uh, Joe Biden just donated millions of vials of vaccine mm-hmm. to other countries. So it's still a problem. It's still an issue. It's still here. Coronavirus will be with will be with us for a while longer. So as much as we can get out and enjoy it, not saying that you shouldn't. There's other countries that are also open, right, um, or opening. So enjoy yourself, but also, you know, be safe and, you know, still kind of follow some precautions. And, and hopefully we've learned the the susceptibility of the human body to something very small. You know, sometimes you look for things that are bigger than us. It's something that was much smaller than us that we can't even see with the naked eye that uh, brought the whole world to a standstill. So we should have an appreciation for the smaller things and the details. Um, and if you haven't learned that, I hope you're learning it right now from the Lupe and Royce show, which your, which your mm-hmm. punk ass, whether you get vaccinated or not, you know, have a respect for nature and have a respect for your fellow man. And that's what I think is the the, mm-hmm. the the win-win out of this, even though at the cost of so many people who have passed away and have suffered and will, and are continuing to suffer. Long COVID is a thing. There's people who still can't taste, you know, so, you know, just be respectful. You know, don't, 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 don't get too crazy with it. Mm-hmm. I agree. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine and Tom Frank. We got a two-time NBA All-Star point guard with us. Probably your most successful years with the Golden State Warriors, Charlotte, New Orleans Hornets. I mean, this guy's an entrepreneur. This guy has done stuff for the community. And your latest thing, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're your director of a new feature film called Domino. That's so exciting. I have so much I want to get into with you. But I'll, I'll a, let these guys He's a sophisticated bad man. That's, that's right. Say his, say his name, Tom. You ain't even say his name. You, you gave all the accolades. The one and only, the great Baron Davis. Hey, Baron Davis. Welcome to the podcast. Everybody knows his name. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for Baron. joining us. Welcome to the podcast. Man, I'm happy to be on the show. 
Lupe, I ain't seen you since uh, I think we was at the Songhouse, bro, like four years ago. I ain't, I ain't, five I ain't, years ago. Six I ain't seen ago. you since. Don't say you don't go to Songhouse, bro, because I remember having no, a, I... a real conversation with you. You know, you you know, you be like, yo, bro, I don't do that, but you know, it you wasn't. It wasn't. We might have bumped into each other at Soho House, but we definitely bumped into each other at Taco Tuesday at Gold. I think yes. that's a yes. See, there we go. Let's get the Taco Rondé Tuesday. Where that's correct. At? Oh man, shout out to Judah. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Judah. Taco Tuesday. That's a spot at a little sports bar LA? here. Yeah, it's a little sports bar. Yeah. Here. They do a, a banging Taco Tuesday. But I've I've bumped into you. Um, I think the first time we met was actually I think at. When you were at Golden State, um, and we, I think it was a Glow in the Dark tour. So that was a long time yeah. ago. And you came, you, you just, yeah. you just happened to walk out. Like, you know, they, I think they were in between sets. Um, yeah. And you walked out and the place went insane. They went insane. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm next to them. Yeah, this the home, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little bit of that for me too, man, you know? And then, uh, uh, after, after that, Kind of bumped into into a few places, but you always was on an entrepreneurial type situation. Always building something or working always. on something. Always kind of being active. So whenever I bumped into you, it was always a different kind of uh, situation or thing going on. So man, I always appreciated about you. Um, I was out there putting putting the hustle in for sure. Nah, he was killing it, man. That shit was dope. That's the same time Royce was out there. Yeah, now listen, I, but I see when I was out there. I was at I was in full raging alcoholic mode. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my god! So, hey, bro. So BD hey, BD was showing me the many layers of a successful black machine. You know what I'm saying? Because he was kind of hanging. He was kind of hanging with us, but he was letting me do the drinking. And then he got up the next morning. Smart man. Got up the next morning. I went to the game. He's dog niggas. Just was dogging niggas. He was just catching oops. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just like, damn, I'm hungover bro. watching the game. Like this fool killing him. You know what I'm you saying? You know what I remember, bro? Yeah. You manned up on that trip, bro. You know what I'm talking about? Which part? Remember, you, remember, I you was at the game and you and Mister Fab ran into each other. Mm-hmm. And y'all was like, whatever y'all was funking over. And I remember he was talking. He was like, man, like. As black, like you start going off, and I was like, "Man, as black man, we can't." Da 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 da. You was like, "Man, y'all, whatever it was, y'all squashed that shit." Mm-hmm. Like and kind of like now looking at you, you feel what I'm saying? And seeing mm-hmm. like what's wrong, bro. It's like, man, I just you know salute to you. You know Thank what I'm you, saying? Because that was like, like, because you know I know you, bro, and I know. I- <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I was like, God damn, uh-oh, uh-oh. I was like, I got to start holding motherfuckers back. This motherfucker's about to erupt. You know what I mean? But it was like, yo, to see you, like, you know, it's just, I always like to big up us when we make transitions into, like, being who we are. You feel what I'm saying? And and, and, and just our kingsmanship. You know what I mean? So that was big. I'll never forget that because you had taught me something. You know what I mean? You had really taught me something about stop looking, you know, just about stop looking at us like mm-hmm. the enemy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was yeah. because you know I was cooking too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I was mm-hmm. cooking up too. 
So like that kind of changed my mentality, you know, when I was in Golden State and started thinking more like if I can like make it, you know what I mean? And like the homies can live off the interest. Mm-hmm. So I got to keep going, you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of, you know, when I was in. Yeah, man. I definitely appreciate it, man. I definitely appreciate it. I was rough around the edges. I was rough around the edges, but it's like that. It's it's that 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 super hyper hyper tough guy. Like that's like the measuring stick for cool. You know what I mean? Especially in a rap space. You know what I'm saying? To start with the raps, and then it's like we go. I go straight out there, and who do I see? You know what I mean? And you know I got to go right to him. You know what I mean? Like we got to get to it. What is it gonna be? And then you get to it and you start to talk and you start to realize y'all not so much, we not so much different from each other than we think we are. We more alike than we are different. You know what I mean? So, you know, like, and, and it's like, it's nothing that can be said on the record, man. It shouldn't be anything that can be said on the record. We can't reconcile, you know, especially just on, on some battle rap shit. You know what I'm saying? And Fab is like super cool, man. Super cool. Super cool, dude. Super productive, productive member in our society. You know what I'm saying? So I was glad, I was glad that we was able to, to get to a good place and fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. Me too, bro. All right, Tom. Sorry for interrupting your shit. No, no. This ain't Tom shit. Hold on. Wait, Ben. This ain't, he knows what's going on. This ain't Tom shit. This ain't, this ain't Tom is again. This show is called. The Lupe and Royce show. Oh, Tom, what the fuck you doing here, Tom? He almost he almost got fired before you came on, BD. Oh, almost. Yeah, he he almost, almost got, got the axe. Man, nah, this Tom. is what I put up with each and every week. Each and every week. We love him. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just... You know. Hey, I got two facts about Baron Davis I want to share. and Because I, mm. I, I'm a little bit of a fan right now. Number one, I had my boys. Because they were like, who's on tonight? I said, Baron Davis. I said, if you have to look up one thing about him, go look up 92-foot basket. You know what I'm talking about, right? That was one of the most amazing shots I've ever seen. Guy threw the ball. Lupe, have you seen this? Guy threw the ball from the baseline, the whole length of the court. That couldn't have been the first time. That couldn't have been the first time. (laughs) I've never seen that. Really? And I called it, bro. I swear to God, I called it. You called it. Yeah, because we was on the free throw. You got to watch the play. Okay. We're on the free throw line, and I'm telling Eddie Robinson, I'm like, E-Rob, hey, bro, it's time on the clock. You know, because I like to throw the ball anyway. Mm. I'm like, man, take that shit out. I promise to God, bro, I'm going to make that shit. Take it out. And so he he across from me. So I'm like, dog, don't throw it to nobody. Throw it to me. So I'm sweating the whole time while whoever's shooting free throws. So the dude make the free throw. The ball go through the hoop. E-Rock take off down the court. I'm like, oh, this nigga sucker. So I try to get <laughs> on the ball to me. And the shit go in. I'm like, see, I told you, fool. I told you I was going to make that shit. But, you know, it's just mm-hmm. one of them lucky ass shots. And I think, you know, basketball is about that. Like, call it, like, you make bold ass statements and lucky shit happen. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant to do that. But, uh, <laughs> And then my, my second fact about you that I was utterly amazed by, you got to tell me if this is true or not. You went to your high school prom with Jessica Alba? No. On the internet, this is what is all over the place. Tom, like, it's the internet. The man just told you, no, you can't keep pressing the man. She's I, 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 I had to ask. She married, I had she married to, to your bro, right? to see if it was true. 
Jessica Alba is married to my homeboy. To your bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, see, man. so there's some connection. Me and him went to high school together. Mm, you so. introduced me to that's Cash, right? You introduced me to yeah, Cash yeah, when I was out there. Yeah. yeah, he was cool as hell. See, this why Tom was gonna get fired right before you, but right before you came on, because Tom, Tom be sliding in with these facts, but they don't be facts. And I'm like, Tom, you can't do that, man. Oh my god, you it sounded out. too too odd to that's be true. Man. That's why I had to ask. I had to ask. Not, bro. I've cleared it up now for the internet and for all the people. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tom. So we we gotta <laughs> dive in. You you got you're doing a lot right now. You got. You got two podcasts going, right? Mm-hmm. And you got yep. this movie. So let, let's start with these podcasts. You you are interviewing some of the greatest point guards that have ever played the game. Tell yeah, me more. Yeah, man. Uh, shout out to uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Slick, Sports Lifestyle and Culture. Um, you know, I got a, a show called The Point God Podcast. Um, and it's me interviewing, like, dudes that I admire. Um, and dudes that I went to battle against and, like, learn from. So it was just more so, like, you know, I wanted to have a podcast where I gave roses, you know, to dudes from our culture, from our past, from our present, and just really, like, let let people hear their story. But, like, the Point God podcast is really, like, to to really, like, get inside the mind of people who are fucking masters at this shit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, like, you get to see how smart, right? How how incredibly, you know, intelligent and, and instinctual, you know what I mean? And prepared, right? All of the great point guards are, right? And, and it's not just NBA point guards. It's point guards who just mastered the game, who went on to use that knowledge to like help somebody else become great as well. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just to pay homage to, you know, uh, the point gods, you know, who have God given talent to really lead, create and kind of, you know, uh, control environments, you know, who's the greatest of all time to you? Like, do, do you think it's possible to build a team, an NBA team around a point guard? Is that possible? Absolutely. So who, yeah, okay. Not- so if you had to build a team around any point guard in history, any any point guard, who would it be? Magic Johnson. Mm. Is he the greatest? And like, so look on the show, you know that's one of the questions. Is like if you can if you can replace a point guard for like yourself, you know what I mean. So for example, like yo, take Steve Nash off Phoenix at that time and let me rock with them. Let him rock with New Orleans. Everybody says like. The Lakers, but you got to keep Magic. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Magic is like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, he's Magic. He's like a life life force. Yeah, he's Magic, bro. And so, like, if if it was a point guard to build around, it would probably be Magic Johnson. I would say uh, Luka Doncic, Mm. uh, if you're thinking like a current guy. Steph Curry, mm-hmm. you know, uh, show that you can build a winning program around Steph Curry. So th- those would be, you know, some of the uh, – and then Isaiah Thomas, obviously. Mm-hmm. He's a point guard, all point guards. So um, those would be my, you know, my guys. What would you take on I- – I had the pleasure. I live here in the Washington, D.C. area. And the past year I got to watch Russell Westbrook every game. 
I mean, and to see what he did from a triple-double. Like, I, I don't think people realize how hard it is to get a triple-double, yet this guy has had, like, more triple-doubles. I think what between him, Magic, and uh, Oscar Robinson, they, nobody, all the other players in the history of the game combined do not have as many triple-doubles as those three men. Like, it, it seems just, it, it's insane. Like, what, I mean, what, what do you, what do you, where do you put Russell? And, and the stack of Russell up there, you know, I put Russell up there. I think, uh, you know, like Russell has redefined like the point guard position is, is sort of like being called like the hybrid guard now. Yeah. Right. Where they're multifunctional scoring, passing, you know, kind of do everything. I think Russell didn't get enough credit for being a superstar that plays hard. Yeah. Right. You can't get a triple double going out there bullshitting. Right. You can't get a triple-double, like, taking a day off. You know what I mean? It's like you are pretty much, like, playing over your capacity. You know what I mean? As far as, like, what you have to endure to affect the game from a rebounding, assist, and a scoring perspective. You know what I mean? And so Russ doesn't get enough credit, right, for being a, a superstar, who has like the impact of like playing hard and like bringing it every fucking night to mm-hmm. average a triple double. That it's means insane. you have to, that means you have to be the guy out there no matter what, burning the most energy, causing the most havoc, you know what I mean? And playing at the highest frequency. That's, some, cre- that's some creative player shit. It's like some, you know what I mean? Like a video and game. So, I mean, to me, that is the, the most important. I mean, that, that to me, that's the, that is the peak of what you could do. A triple double. It doesn't always have to be points, rebounds, and assists either. I mean, it could be steals, it could be blocks. What's that? You can get a triple double. Yeah. Is is there is there something I always play devil devil's advocate to, to certain things, uh, Baron, to keep things balanced on this on this show that we have here. Is yeah. is there something to all that individual talent? connects sometimes be a weakness from a team standpoint so when you think of somebody who has all this talent individually built up into them is that a sign of kind of like a weak or how does that play out and distribute out in terms of like the team dynamic of things and would it would it be better to have multiple individuals who have a certain and i think of something like Moneyball, you know um like that movie and that program right with the with mm-hmm. i think was the was the athletics or the a's or whatever it was um yeah. but is there something yeah. to you know, sacrificing kind of individual exploits and triple doubles and quadruple doubles, but um, versus like spreading that talent out across the team to make sure that you have a kind of consistent strategy as a team or, you know, just, just want to like put that out there and, and see what your mind says about it. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is a good point. I think, you know, um, in a scenario like this, you got to look at, you know, what, what are you surrounded with? Right. In your in his first, you know, triple double MVP year, you know, when KD left, like that team led the league in rebounds. You know what I mean? And so you have a point guard that's getting 10 rebounds. That's added value. You know what I mean? You have a point guard getting 10 assists. Right. A lot of point guards average about five or six. That start. Right. Or, you know, seven. And that's a really good point. That's a good guard. Right. So he's going over that. Right. Um, 
And a lot of times it's, it's, it's the way you coach a player like that, right? You always want to have somebody that can win you basketball games. Mm-hmm. My coach said, my coach used to say, um, when I, I remember when I first got to Golden State, and I was like, damn, dude, this dead as a doorknob. Like, I see why we losing, you know what I mean? And, 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 and all that shit. And he said, man, just like, you don't even have to say that. Just go around the room. There's 82 games. Look at each person and tell me how many games that they're going to win for you mm. this year. You know what I mean? And so do you want a guy who can rebound well but can only get you? He's capable of four wins by himself, right? Mm. Eight, you know, if he plays within the t- you know, eight if he plays within the team – 12 if he plays above, you know, average, mm-hmm. right? That's 12 out of 82. You know what I mean? And so you want the guys that can win you the games. You just got to get the right people around them, mm-hmm. right, to be able to complement that. So when you look at Washington, it's not a very complimentary team, right? It's very guard heavy. And then other than that, it's like, big men who haven't really come into their own and they haven't come into a style where everybody can feel comfortable contributing and, you know, being effective, you know? And so is that on the coach, it's on management, you know, it's, it's, it's other elements, right. But Russ is doing his job. Mm. You know what I mean? Give me that triple double and that energy anywhere else, right. With great players around, right. Where he can be put in, his best capacity, you got a hell of a player. But he's been playing, remember, above and beyond mm-hmm. his capacity. Every night, bro. Every mm-hmm. night. Now, to your point, Tom, that is the hardest shit to do. Now, I don't know how, how he fucking does it, but he is able to perform above his capacity in order to be able to do that. Every night. He'll fucking kill it. Right. And you yes. can't be going and thinking about it like, oh, I'm going to get a triple double. It's like, that's got to be the way you play. Mm. He just plays that way mm. each and every night. That's yeah. got to be the way you play, you know? Yeah. So I'd rather have that. Um, but to your point, it, it can be disruptive if you don't have the right energy to complement that. Man, I want to ask you a question because you, you definitely are like, one of the players, they're like a, you like a technician. So I always like to ask technicians, like masters of their craft is, is especially since when you made your pivot out of the league, you, you didn't have, you didn't experience any financial trouble. Was it a difficult pivot for you? Like, because I find that like when you give your whole life to something and then all of a sudden you can't do it anymore, it's like it, you like a fish out of water. You know, like I noticed that with fighters. I especially noticed that shit with rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like we we're no, usually the last to know it's time yeah. for us to pivot. Like was that difficult? Was that a difficult pivot for you? <clears throat> nah, bro, because I think I mean, yes. Very, very hard, right? Just because like I went out on an injury, you know what I mean? So like my career was over and I had to like start back from like surgery taking pills now, you know what I mean? Drugs, all that shit to get back. So that was, it was just a longer road and a more like 
depressing journey to like kind of like work your way back to something that it's over. You know what I mean? And mm. so it's like I was working out to be able to like, yo, if I can walk, all right, cool. I gotta I have to make little goals like that. If I can jog, if I can oh, if I can get back to playing, I should try and go play, right? And what I realized was basketball is my therapy. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it don't cost shit to play no basketball. Right. Right? If I want to live like a basketball player, that's an apartment. You know what I mean? Couch, you know, you got a shower, bed, you straight, video games, some video, you know, some movies, movie tape. Like, you're not really spending no money, bro. You probably spend some money to stay fly, but you ain't really spending money. And then that's what really helped me realize that like, yo, if I can just hoop, I can still be a part of all this shit. That don't mean I'm dead. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I may not be in the NBA, but I'm still going to hoop. So now I go and hoop with some of my homeboys I went to high school with. Maybe right. drunk, maybe smacking them. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> I, don't get no, I don't get, like, big fulfillment out of it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, at least my body gets to like come alive again. At least I get to like try some shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, mm -hmm. you know, still feel like I got it. So when I go to the games and I'm sitting on the floor, you know what I mean? Like I'm really just hollering at the players like as a fan. And so any acknowledgement that they give me is an opportunity for me to stay alive. You mm -hmm. dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so like a lot, of, a lot of the shit that I preach even in like, you know, this whole shit that we in from music to basketball to just in this retirement, it's like, motherfucker, don't stop rapping. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because at one point you was rapping so much, wasn't nobody goddamn listening. That was your therapy. Right. Right. That, those raps are for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Those shots, all that I, 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 invisible hoop. You know what I mean? Like, I still be doing shit like this. Mm -hmm. I'm be like, what's wrong with him? Hey, bro, mm -hmm. like, that's how I cure my, that's how I fuck with my PTSD, mm -hmm. right? Because if you didn't do that, you wouldn't be where you are, right? right? So now when you get where you are, you just gonna all of a sudden, like, change who the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Like, nigga, that ain't, that ain't happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? We kind of, we got so many scars, right, that we had to stitch them shits up. You know what I mean? In our craft. Mm -hmm. so our craft becomes a thing that can't pay us what we are used to making in the height of what we were, mm. right? We we got to save that money, right? But you got to realize that, dog, like, you don't want to be up there forever. Yeah. Come back down, get off stage, go back home, fuck with your people. You know what I mean? It's cheaper. They gonna, You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get the same shit. And then when you come back, people going to fuck with you. But when you try and hog all the stage space, mm -hmm. when you try to sit on the bench as a vet and just soak up all the money, it's like, man, you're going you gonna, you gonna to just sit there and you're going to die. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You gonna, And you're going to feel like you died because don't nobody care about you. But it's like you didn't care about what got you there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So don't leave that shit. I didn't abandon. I still hoop. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's what keeps me fucking not doing a lot of dumb shit that I could be doing. <laughs> right. Al Alan, yep. Alan Watts is this uh, philosopher 
Um, and he uh, he mentioned this thing. You know how people say money can't buy you happiness, right? But they don't. They yeah. end at that, right? They don't really tell you, for most part, right? Kind of end. So he take it a step further and be like, what brings you happiness is your skills. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like the ability to drive the boat that you just bought is what brings you happiness. You know, the ability. Yes. And he, he, even, he even brought it up with like sex. Like it's, you know, paying for a prostitute don't bring you happiness. It's the, the act of the Ooh. sex itself is what brings you to the happiness, yes. so to speak, just to be a little yeah. bit lewd. But that idea that it's the skill set, you know, that you that you possess and that you should actually go through your life trying to build up different skill sets in as many different dimensions and capacities as you can yeah. um, to either distract yourself from certain things or like 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 how you said, it becomes a therapeutic situation where you, you switch from this, you switch to this craft, you switch to that. So it's dope to see that 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 cycles through mastery, like people who've achieved a certain level of mastery, they yeah. come to that conclusion independent of each other. But it's still kind of the same continuous kind of piece. So. Yeah, money don't buy you happiness, but skills do. So if you if you ain't got no skills, Absolutely. go get you some skills. You know what I'm saying? Go get you, man. Go get some skills, bro. Look, I tell my homeboys, go get a job, bro. Just go get a job. Mm. Then when you get home from your job, you can feel how I feel. Mm. Your legs hurt. I've been standing up all day, picking up boxes. I'll be sitting there laughing like, bro, I'm proud of you. You know why? Because now you know what it feels like to have a job. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Just get up, get moving, and then start figuring out who you are, what you want to do, what you're good at. And then just start sharpening that shit because, like, I'm, I, I, I'm yet to, to sign my retirement papers for the NBA because as long as I can hoop, I'm not retiring. <laughs> so I'm going to be eight years old. <laughs> And I'm going to finally sign my retirement papers from the league because I'm going to be like, man, I can't go up the court no more. All right, so you officially something. haven't retired? Hell no. Oh. No, as long as I can still hoop, why would I retire, bro? Wait, Only so that's I a, can retire. That's an official, Only I can retire. That's an official thing? Like, if you want to retire from the NBA, yeah. it's, it's a contract and a piece yeah, of paper that you have to sign officially? Yeah. Wow. So you don't go into like free agent pool. Every year my name is a free agent pool. Wow. They can come snatch me up if they want to. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I think, I think unlike, well, there's a few. I mean, there's a few people. Actually, actually, not really. Everybody that I know who's kind of outside of basketball, they're – relationship to work or entrepreneurialism is still kind of connected to basketball in a certain way. They, 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 they working at a network, they got a fashion brand mm -hmm. or something like that. I think like Michael Jordan. Right. Um, but you, you not like that. Like every time I see you, you be off into some other shit that ain't got nothing to do. Ain't got nothing to do with <laughs> basketball. <laughs> so what, what are you doing? Even though you're not retired, what are you doing um, um, out, off the court that people might not, might not know about you? Uh, so I'm building a platform, a platform called Slick Sports Lifestyle and Culture. And I've been studying, you know, really like data, uh, data protection, storage. And so what I decided to build was uh, a creator app that would allow creators to store all their content, to archive all their content, to watermark all their content 
then distribute their content on any platform that they choose to, right? So, you know, controlling the data, owning the data, but more so like you need a spreadsheet, a Google Drive, a Dropbox, a hard drive, like there's never been really one central place where you can identify all the assets that you have. And so, you know, people like myself, people like y'all who are, you know, content magnets, you know what I mean? And content studios within yourself is like not only your ideas, but the things you've done in the past, the things that, you know, got distribute got distribution, but, you know, still mean shit to a lot of people. Right. Where is that going to exist? And so, you know, uh, think about it uh, like uh, like a Patreon or OnlyFans for the culture. Right. Mm-hmm. So really being able to, but with a focus on, you know, just harnessing in on allowing the creator to own their own ecosystem and own their own channel and then build out their channel from there to create, you know, their studio, their production, their voice, whatever they, whatever it is that they want to do. You, you like super tech savvy, you know what I'm saying? And I, I got a, just an interesting question. Is it's kind of like your level of tech savviness? Does it have anything to do with kind of your proximity to the Bay and like Silicon Valley and kind of being just in that space? Because um, you don't hear like folks, you know, speaking the way that you speak um, that are in like different cities. You know, like it seems like the the way you talk and the way you the way you uh, present things and, and lay things out, it comes from kind of like a tech a tech situation. So does that come from you kind of having that affiliation with the Bay? Yeah, I would say when I was with the Warriors, I started my first uh, tech company while I was playing. It was called IBeatYou.com with my boy Chad Gordon. And that was a social media site based on competitions, which are friends. So anything from a lip sync karaoke to freshest kicks of the day to waste paper basket. Like back then, it was really like a TikTok it was a platform built for challenges. And so it was like TikTok before TikTok, I would always say. But uh, being in the Bay Area, you start learning like the power of technology, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, at the time, Facebook was popular, but wasn't that popular. We just coming off of Napster, right? So it was just a lot of disruption. And for me, it was like you go to, you know, you meet people. And you want to know, like, what they do. And I think for me, it's like the curiosity leads you to the aha. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, I just felt like at once I got curious, then I I wasn't curious enough. Right. Because I had to be curious for me, homies, NBA dudes, black people, bankers. You know what I mean? So it's like that kind of curiosity you know, in that space kind of just led to me like asking people like, how the fuck do you do this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then also having, you know, the money to be like, yo, I'm about to do this myself, mm-hmm. uh, which is not always the best idea, but you know, mm-hmm. you learn a lot, uh, through, through, you know, through going through the oh, process. Man. Yeah. Yep. I so, mean, how, how forthcoming were people? in that space like is it is it difficult in that space to 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 get real pertinent information uh it's not it's 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 not it's not difficult to get the information 
I think it's like everything. It's just, you know, you got to find the right manager that leads you to the right manager. Like, you got to be with the right label, the right click. You know what I mean? And so, you know, uh, it is a collaborative, more collaborative deal flow, deal sharing. But, you know, it's still got some some hurdles and some barriers, right? But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, you can get what you need because it's on you. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, like I can be a better basketball player if I, if I watch film. Mm. So as much film as I watch, the smarter I'm going to get. Right. Mm. So that's like, it's like with tech. It's like the more research you, you, you do, the more of an upper hand, the more prepared you are, the better you're going to be in anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's, you know, that's, that's the underlying thing with any industry that we dealing with is like you want to understand tech well like all right how does tech work in your space mm-hmm. right where are they technically taking money out of your pocket or where are you technically not finding your money or your opportunity you know what i mean like and then that's how and then we find out what is that what do they do and then we start drilling backwards and be like oh I can do this shit for myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we have basketball, we have tech. Now you got to tell me how, how how have you gotten into the movie business? Now now your uh, your 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 first um, film that you've directed, right? Yeah, this was fun, man. It was uh, you know, me coming from South Central, kind of reliving, you know, some of the characters that I watched growing up, and you know, being a movie head, you know. You know, you come here from L.A., you got Friday, next Friday, Halloween stuff. You know, it's a lot of, it's a, like the bar is set real high. You know what I mean? Uh, but I watch movies like I Got the Hook Up, you know what I mean? Three Strikes, all these to me were like movies that, you know, in, a, in that time period, in, a, in that era, you know, uh, black filmmakers and young young talent was just pushing. You know, they was pushing even like, musical artist was making films and like I just wanted to bring it back to that essence right like can I make you know like uh, a movie that the hood love right not what everybody think is gonna be you know like a film film I want to make a movie right so when the homies say like I want to go to the movies we know they're going to go see Domino and so for me like that experience uh, one, as uh, you know, doing writing and directing a comedy was a chance to really show, like, yo, bro, like, I am funny, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can make some funny shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like what I want to leave with because I feel like comedy is like the ultimate remedy for, you know, a lot of the shit that we see Ain't it? that um, is crazy, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So one character in the movie, 10 Speed, all he do is really smoke cocaine and like, you know, <laughs> cocaine is his thing, but he ain't never lost no domino games, you know what I mean? And he roller skate. So, you know, it's just all kind of like just, and I was a real dude growing up and he lived like, you know, in the backyard and he was, you know, that was his mix, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just having this movie out, it's in theaters, dominoes, it's more so like I wanted to bring it to the essence of our culture and, you know, give it that L.A. vibe. 
Mm-hmm. So it's Domino Battle of the Bones, and it's it's all about a, a, a domino tournament, right? Yeah. So it's uh, Snoop, David Arquette, Scrunchell, um, and it's all about a ten thousand dollar domino tournament that David Arquette decides to put on, uh, and uh, this preacher played by me, uh, his kind of WeWork Compton Renner Center. So it's uh, just a fun ensemble cast of like, you know, different cultures kind of mashing together and how would they interact in, in, in a domino tournament. I just I just learned how to play. I say jest because my, 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 my life be in years, but it feel like it's be super short. I just learned how to play dominoes. But this I'm, I'm talking like maybe like three or four years ago. Um, shout to Lockefeller um, and, and the whole James family. So uh, Rick James's granddaughter does a mean set of locks. So when I had the dreadlocks, I would go to their place. Oh, okay. She would lock me up. I would be there for like, like, yeah, for like yeah. three, four hours. And they just started to play dominoes. They're like you know, I play, you know, I play bones. And I was like, like nah. So once they showed me the ropes, I was like, oh, I could, I, okay, okay, okay. Hey, it was good to go. Yeah. <laughs> dominoes yeah. is that some? Is that just some Cali shit? As I say, that more West Coast. It's south. It's south. I say Miami. Mm. It's Miami vibe. New York. They play different, but it's uh, it's a big island sport too. You know, um, mm. like in Dominican, all the islands, Jamaica. You know what I mean? Uh, they play dominoes, but they just play like different way. But LA is kind of like you know that's our style all along the West Coast. That's just a you know it is a West Coast thing, but down south they play it a lot. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fun fun fact, when you think of something like Mahjong, um, like in China, Mahjong is, well, mm-hmm. in that part of the world, mm-hmm. Mahjong is huge. It's a similar kind of like a like a VOD. People just sit and play yeah. Mahjong all day. Yeah, all day. Mm-hmm. All day in the park. You talking about the, the old people game? Yeah, with the different, with the little uh, shapes and characters on the little tiles. Yeah. yeah. It's a similar, yeah. similar kind of VOD. I got a set around here somewhere. My business partner bought me a little Mahjong set. But yeah, you might you have to do part. Any, you might have to do part two. Uh, Mahjong. L.A. <laughs> right. goes to, uh, yeah. to Shanghai, Hong Kong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ten speed, Shanghai, Ten speed goes to Hong Watt. Kong. <laughs> Shanghai Watts. Shanghai Avenue and Watts. <laughs> now that you have your first movie out, you have a second one in the works. Bro, it's Yeah, so Domino 2 is in the work. And, um, you know, I'm working on this new movie uh, called Blackula versus the Crips and Bloods. Oh, you really, <laughs> you you scraping the bottom of the uh, the barrel, barrel. You going all the way down. <laughs> hey, that's my, the hoodie that's my hoodie next, hood. That's my next horror comedy, Blackula versus the Crips and the Bloods. <laughs> That shit, is a, that shit is an instant watch just because of the title. <laughs> Dog, what was it? What was it? You was doing like a um, doing like a reality type of looking show yeah. at one point. That shit, that was that was fucking fantastic, man. Is that you? Yeah, is it, is that still on? It's yeah, still on? WT, still on. I think it's still on Hulu and uh, YouTube and Fuse, but we just got picked up. Uh, we just got picked up by TBS to do some stuff, mm, you know, with that show on TBS. Mm. So we writing the script right now and getting ready to cast that. So I need some cameos, dog. 
Hey, right, anytime you need me. Anytime you need me, Baron. Anytime. Tom, not you, bro. Damn. <laughs> Come on, Baron. Tom, you're not Tom, yeah. I'm gonna tell you like my agent told me. Yeah. You gotta go famous first, Tom. Yeah. Well, you, you, you might need just a you might need a five ten white guy that doesn't take up the fame, you know. My agent told me you're not famous enough. <laughs> We trying to we, we trying to tell Tom that all the they, time. They man. they tell me this every day. Man. All the every time, every single day. Okay. He so needs to step his game up. Yeah, thanks yeah. for just you know jumping on. Hey, the hey Tom, a big part of life mm-hmm. is listening. Listen to them. And we told him, we told him, make sure that he puts the phone number on a piece of paper and put it right somewhere where he can see it every time we shoot. He ain't did it. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. It's just we told small him, things, man. pay us, pay us, pay us, pay us, pay us, Tom, Tom, where the money, where the money at, Tom, Tom, can we get paid? I need some money. Tom, let me get this money. What Stop am- pressing up merchandise <laughs> in your garage. He ain't good. Nah, Tom, the homie. One day, Tom, <laughs> trust, one day, one day you will cross one, the threshold and be- One uh, day I can ex- be in a Baron Davis a, movie? Yep, an extra in one of Baron Davis's films. All right, yeah. all right. Remember yeah, that, Baron. Remember that. You got to smoke I, some I, weed, though. I, I, got you on that. I definitely got you on that, Tom. All right. All right. You got to smoke some weed, though, Tom. Hey, whatever I got to do for the film. Minorities. I need more minorities in my film. I didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. Well, here I am. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what were you going to say, man? You see the hat. You see the hat with the with the skull and crossbones on it. Stop it, man! Y'all y'all be, stop stop beating up on Tom that we ain't got beat up on Tom that deeply. We he understands. Follow your lead, man. I thought you just need okay. just need a I few, can take, a, I can a few, take you coming at him. A few extra steps, and then Tom will be. He will right now. He D list soon. He will be C list before you know. He'll be B list, and then. <laughs> Tom, we put you in a cameo. You definitely gonna be. C-list, because that's what my type of movie C-list shit. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm one level away. Good. All right. All right. Yo, yo, BD, man, it was a <laughs> it's a pleasure seeing you virtually. It's a pleasure seeing you in the flesh. Good to see that you're healthy. Congratulations on Appreciate all the success and the continued situation, man. And I, I can't wait till you turn that corner and uh, find somebody's academic institution to park yourself in and kind of spread some of these jewels and some of these knowledge and strategies and the way you look at things and analyze things and put things together for the youth that are coming up behind us for the next generation, brother. So enjoy all the successes, but I can't wait to see you as a professor, you know, a little bit later on. Somebody's business course you, te- you, te- teaching some games. You were like, you, you already got past step one. You like a professor on the court emulating a lot of my my moves, uh, yeah. my basketball moves. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like you did it so beautifully, and I appreciate it so much, man. You know what I mean? So now, yeah, now you know we got to take the next step and just teach, like Lupe would say. He doing it with the raps. You know what I mean? Like he his raps are exactly a mirroring, splitting image of what I taught him lyrically. You know what I mean? So it's just it's it's humbling, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know I, mean? so I just, I just appreciate y'all, great brothers, man. Appreciate Detroit, it. Detroit, <laughs> ass, Detroit <laughs> ass nigga, man. <laughs> but lo- love you, Baron. Appreciate you, brother, man. We gonna thank you, man. Yeah, what you need to do, man. Nothing but love and respect to you, big it's homie. Love, bro. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. All right. Peace. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine, and Tom Frank. Hey, fellas. 
Have you ever tried to find the latest Xbox or PlayStation, or maybe a pair of Jordan Retro University Blues, or a real Supreme hoodie rather than one of my knockoffs? Let me introduce you to StockX, the only live marketplace for what's now and next. What began as a basic price chart of online sales that screamed more Microsoft Excel than Startup Unicorn has now become one of the most intriguing marketplaces in the world. Whether it's the latest sneakers, apparels, electronics, collectibles, or trading cards, everything on StockX is brand new and 100% verified authentic. With StockX, you have the power to shop millions of hard-to-find, or sold out products at their true market value. Discover products that are on trend and ahead of trend by shopping on StockX. You can download the app for iPhone and Android or sign up online to start buying and selling in a few easy clicks. So go find that hard to get stuff you gotta have at StockX.com and gain access to the world's most coveted items in the smartest way possible. That's StockX.com. I know y'all ain't ready. It's cracking, y'all. I'm over here rehearsing for this domino tournament. Now I got this obligation. Why are you going to Cabo and I'm going to Compton? Oh, I hope you got nine lives. I want the whole world to see me walk that tweaking bullet. And so when Miss Jeffries cast that check, then we can go. I ain't seen you in a good minute, bro. Prince, we just want to know where you're going, Mika. To practice for the domino tournament. <laughs> You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine, and Tom Frank. Baron Davis, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go check out Domino's. The one and only. Snoop, David Arquette, and uh, Baron Davis. He in that, he in that too. Baron and, Davis. And not Tom, and maybe Tom not in the yet. next one, but soon. Maybe next Tom, one. Tom, Domino Tom too. Step his name up. Ooh, Tom, that was a mm-hmm. that was a challenge. I'll be pissed if somebody told me that shit. I'll go outside and just be all kinds of famous. Let's learn how to let's learn how to play dominoes, Tom. I don't know how to play. Let's learn how to play, man. I know how to play. So I say crack, we crack we have a tournament between the three of us. I think I could take yeah. you guys and dominoes. I think I, do we need four people? I think you can play with. I think you can play with it's, three. It's fun you? though. It's actually quite fun, and, and it's really easy. Mm-hmm. It's really easy, and, but it's all, there's strategy too. It's not just. Yeah. It's some it's luck because you because mm-hmm. you get de- you get dealt like you get dealt cards. Yeah. So it's some it's some mm-hmm. it's some luck and some chance. But then it's strategy mm-hmm. and w- when you got to play with the hand that you dealt, and that requires some strategy. So it's a, it's a nice little mix of both. Mm, I, I that sounds like that sounds like growing up in Detroit. You know what I mean? You get dealt the hand, you get dealt. You know what I mean? You got to make the best through strategy. You know what I'm saying? And Man, you know, ain't that many ain't that might, many people in you, Detroit? You might can use strategy and somebody might get dealt with. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you, Lou. That's how y'all do in Chicago. But we do. That's how we are in Detroit, too. Right, Tom? I see a I see a domino tournament in our future. I see a domino effect. I see Domino's pizza. I want me some pizza. I'm hungry. On the, and on that I note. Some, I could go for some pizza right now. See, I, I can't eat no pizza. You, why not? Right. You eating? You eating a pizza in a can right now? You might as well just go no. and stop playing with it. Go and lean into I it. Taken, I haven't taken one sip ever since. Ever since it came up. Sensei, sensei thickness Lupe over there. put it all in. He put it all in perspective for me. You know what I mean? That's all I needed to hear. So I'm focused now. So no You're pizza. Focused. Fuck that You're pizza ready. shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm on, I'm on my leaf. I got a salad right over there. With cucumbers <laughs> in it. What I'm on? Salad with cucumbers. Words. What I'm on? Shout, shout to Baron Davis. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, make sure y'all check out his podcast, The Point God, Point Gods, and uh, check point out the new movie. I Donald. didn't even know about that, man. See what see what I'm saying, man. I gotta, I gotta, man. I gotta get. It's a good, it's a good it. podcast. I, I, I gotta I get on to it. Good podcast. I gotta get on it. See, because that, so, that's 
And that's why you don't Davis. have me on there, man. Mm. Like, yeah, you must not have followed my high school Detroit. career. Yeah, yeah, I was point god yeah. in high school. I don't, know. I don't know how you're not on there yet. So that's Baron Davis, who did not go to prom with Jessica Alba. I needed to go check my prom. DMs to make sure he's they didn't try to reach He's going to keep throwing that out there. And this, these, you know how many ass whoopings you got lined up, Tom? You, you're getting famous the <laughs> wrong way. I'm just letting you know that. There's two types of fame, and you're getting fame the wrong way. Hey, um, good, <laughs> good press or bad press? Still Let's invest in something together when we make some money. It, maybe, maybe in a movie. Ooh. Ooh, How much money you, we plan on making? Oh, we're going to make a lot. We're going to put it in Bitcoin, and then when it triples, we're going to put it into yeah, a, right. the next Baron Davis movie. Yeah, yeah right. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Whatever. Uh, shout to everybody, to our Patreons. Make sure you go check out Lupe and Royce. Patreon.com slash Lupe and Royce. Say what dot media. And uh, what's the number, Tom? Come on. Oh, God. 707 276. <laughs> Six two six one. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think about the show, and uh, let us know if you know how to play dominoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let us know if you like. If you subscribe, um, you can actually play a, a game of dominoes with Lupe in person. So subscribe to our Patreon page immediately. Subscribe to Patreon. We'll give you his home address. Do Man, not you won't get it. You won't get that. You won't get that anywhere else. <laughs> Do not anywhere. Right. And you can go play dominoes. All right. Okay. Anywhere else. And eat dominoes at the same time. It's a great, great idea. I want to find out why why Q bah, slapped it. Why he slapped the table? Because that's what like that a thing. For? That's like a thing that they do. Like when they win, they win in hand. They domino. hit the shit. <laughs> Bam! They, they call it domino. Like domino. Yeah. Mm. I'm in it for just that. You say motherfucker too. You got you can't you can't leave out the motherfucker. Bones. Now I'm yelling domino. Nobody I know got killed in South Central LA. Today was a good day. Today was a good day. Today was a good a good show. That's a perfect song. That's a perfect hip hop song. Y'all ready? Do you agree? Do I think that today was a good day was a perfect hip hop song? Yes. Just all right. <laughs> nah, man, that's one of the most. That's that's a joint where, uh, but we had uh, is this rap group in our karate school called MC Three. Shout out to Shannon, Danny, and Alicia. Uh, they uh were a part of our karate school, and they had a rap group called MC Three. And I remember they made up. They did like a spoof version of today was today was a good day. Um, mm-hmm. where it was today was not a good day, and that was one of the first raps that I remember and it was from them. It was like a concept and they're, they're actually one of the reasons that I started rapping. Uh, that's what, that was a long time ago, a long time ago. And they had a day. It was shout like, out, uh, shout out, shout out and God bless them. Woke up this morning, felt kind of, Oh, uh, 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 I go woke up this morning, felt kind of odd. Um, no, nah, that ain't it. Walking by the dork bit by sport and my mama cooking breakfast with all pork. So stuff like that. It was really, it was interesting. Got me going. So shout out to MC3. Hmm. What up? This is a uh, Lupe Fiasco, and uh, I am finna go eat some num nums. This is Royce the Five Nine, and I grew up in a household where my mom cooked all pork, and I had a great day. So I don't, I don't know why that had to be. I don't, I don't know. Well, go ahead, Tom. And this is Tom Frank. I always have a good day, especially with these two gentlemen. Always a pleasure. And it is 707-276-6-2.
Good morning, gentlemen, and thank you for the podcast, Jesus and Father. Those two in particular is going to move me from being a avid fan of the music and a regular listener of the podcast over into the category of being a Patreon supporter. I absolutely loved, loved the fact that the space was open up to be able to have that dialogue and uh, to share that dynamic. I certainly benefited from the same. Lou, I love the fact that you took him to task for the failure of catechesis for the failure of right education and it don't do no good to put a bunch of things on folks who are dealing with trauma if you're not willing to forge a relationship and carry them on to something like real healing and Royce you're 110% correct about and we just saw with DMX there was a consensus view that even went all the way over to Ayanla there are MCs that are ordained and the public responds to them they see them and they respond to them. And response is the essence of faith. Faith is just a response that looks to go all the way, ideally toward the good. And rappers are doing that. I love the fact that you brought on the good father and was able to talk about a possible direction that might go. I would love to hear at some point in the future um, introduction to Averroes and what Islam brings to the table. Because we don't get Christianity. You don't get a father uh, like what, what you just had on there without, without an Averroes. You don't get Roman Catholicism like you have it today without the Muslim faith. That's our show for the week. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe or follow. Leave us a review and tell your friends to listen. The Lupe and Royce Show is a production of Say What Media. It's recorded and mixed by Claude Jennings. Our head writer is Lauren Sloat. I'm Tom Frank. And our theme music is by, who else? Lupe Fiasco and Royce the Five Nine.